Uh, so today I'm going to talk about social media and how I'm don't even know how people use social media. People use it differently. But I think that people could use it in a positive way. And so I kind of want to get big on social media to talk about why social media, I think, could be negative, but then also the positive kind of benefits. I'm on another hike with my buddy, Nate. But this is when you get the best ideas when you're in nature. Like I'm just on this path looking at the sun coming up over the mountains right now. And you could see that you're on a planet. I could see the horizon. And it's like I can see like way too much that I feel way too small. So anyway, this should be a good message today. Experience true vulnerability, how to overcome trials. You will laugh, cry, and experience everything in between. Welcome to the King of Corona Podcast. Brought to you by Tyler Griffith. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I used to have that start where I just started. So now I've like unpublished some episodes and I go back and then I try to put my like intro at the beginning of them, but then it publishes them as like a new episode. So then my order is all fucked, <laughs> you know? So anyway, uh, I'm going to press record 25 seconds ago. <laughs> so... I got McCoy Stoker here with me. McCoy, how are you, dude? Good, man. Thanks. So, thanks for bringing me into studio today. Oh yeah, this is a great studio. Can you imagine? This thing runs. This is this is expensive. It's an expensive spot here. But uh, me and McCoy, we know each other because I got into solar, right? Like what, three years ago? You were my manager. You yeah. hired me after my ten years in insurance. And you were just this like happy little, like solar is awesome. You ran these meetings. You're super positive, upbeat. And I was like, I'll work with this dude. Seemed honest. So that's how we met. That's how we met. And then surprisingly, we had like very interesting backgrounds, like the same. Yeah, we had a lot of similarities. So I probably won't get too personal. Just because I plan on doing my own thing one day and sharing my story. Yeah, so this I just wanted to... Like, I was just bringing uh, McCoy on. We just wanted to talk about, like, uh, like social media. Just, like, the world right now. We've been talking a lot about, like, what's going on with Fauci. Like, all this stuff. <laughs> it's just interesting. That's it. I just want to talk about that. We're just going to get an update on everything. Yeah. But just but give, like... Just give the viewers, like, a little brief a background brief taste, about yeah. you. No, I think... Um, Definitely, definitely. Did I say viewers also? Yeah. Yeah, viewers. Well, people don't know. They're going to they're gonna be excited with this podcast, being able to see the audio and visual. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, no, my name is McCoy. I am uh, grew up Mormon, very similar background in that regard uh, with Tyler. So those who know Tyler, um, yeah. Just a bit uh, Mormon background, served a mission, Mormon marriage. Big family. Big family. How many siblings? Uh, there's nine kids. Nine kids, yeah. and you're which one are you? Seven. Yeah. Where did you fit? So I was the second oldest of six, and then I had step. So I had, so I have five uh, step 
siblings from my stepdad also. So there's 11 total. There's 11. So I wasn't super close with the step, though. Like, we get together for, like, like big events for my stepdad. Like, if he has a, he had an 80th birthday, so we all got together for that. And we got together sometimes for, like, a family reunion, but I wasn't super close. Were you close to, like, your older siblings, though, since you were so much younger? Or no. I felt pretty similar. So the cool thing about growing up in a big family is I feel like you go through periods of time where you actually get to know each individual. So, like, I, I feel like I've gotten to know each of each individual throughout uh-huh. uh, different periods of my life, just depending on geogra- geography, really, So we're all spread out. So I'd say, I mean, I know them all fairly well. Um, but you only went, like, so you were, what's, like, the closest siblings to you? Like, two years or something? I think about it, everyone in my family is, like, three years apart. So you grew, so you were in your house, though, with how many siblings did you, like, have in your house while you were there? So my oldest brother was basically gone when you were like by the time I can remember. And so I, there was, like, and then I had a brother that passed away. So there was, like, seven of us. And then, really, my sister, I was little, little when she left. So mainly, like, I don't know, six, six kids really okay. in the house so but yeah I mean I grew up on a farm in Idaho my dad was you know bishop faithful church service he's a state president currently um, so yeah I have the whole Mormon ties um, in Idaho like where you lived where'd you, what was the city uh, Burley Idaho so Burley was that like basically 100% Mormon right almost oh no it's no? Pro- probably like 95 95. <laughs> Cause what do you think Rexburg is? Because my ex grew up in like Rexburg, just outside of Rexburg. Yeah, Rexburg's probably like 90%. Burley's probably like 70, 90? 80%. Do you think 10% of Rexburg isn't Mormon? You would she say was going less. There, I bet it was. You would like, say less or more? I'd say more. More is not Mormon than 10%? Yeah, I would say like 96, 70. Yeah. I don't know though, but whatever. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out because like, when you have a background that's, like, so controlled. So, like, because you've seen the movie The Village with M. Night Shyamalan, right? I have not. Okay, you're an idiot. But <laughs> this guy, so this, all these people live in this, like, it's like in modern day society. Yeah. But they've created this culture and they've created, there's this forest. And so they basically have scared the people. They're like, you cannot go into those woods because they who we do not speak of live there and they'll kill you and so they basically like scare these people to death and so they'd stay in this village and so you would have thought this was like the 1700s back when there's no tv no nothing they created this culture where they could control their brains there's no radio no tv no nothing and then people were like curious and so they finally went into the woods made their way through, realized it was like, there was cars and shit. <laughs> they had just been stuck in this little bubble. And so like, real- they didn't have a chance to realize what reality was. So it's interesting because like, you and I grew up in something similar where it was like, you had outside, because I had friends that weren't Mormon and stuff, but your main influence was like the church and like your parents and like what they taught you. And so that's how you and I are so similar is because we had the same, we learned the same songs, we read the same scriptures, 
we went to the like the church is pretty much identical anywhere you go like the lessons that's the beauty in it brother i know it's create it creates a <laughs> type of person though it's like a army what do you think yeah of helaman are <laughs> as the army of helaman <laughs> well anyway so he's very similar to me in a lot of aspects and then mm-hmm. Like, That's what Tyler thinks, but just in the age of social media, I'm able to just listen to your podcast and and pretend to be that guy. <laughs> yeah, right. No, McCoy's awesome. He's a good dude. So, but anyway, I wanted to talk, because I was on this hike, because I do this uh, crazy incline thing at four in the morning, you know? Mm-hmm. So I was there Monday, and I was thinking about social media, and I was like, I hate it, and you don't do it, and you probably like have so many benefits from not doing it and so like i do it as a way to try to promote this podcast Mm -hmm. but i don't like doing it i i'm basically trying to build social media to tell people like the problems with social media yeah what's like what's your experience not being on it um i don't know it feels like in a sense i don't know if i want to blame it on coronavirus or being off of social media but it's just been giving me a lot of time to really like dig internal. I started realizing like on top of a million other coping mechanisms that social media and my phone became like even even like up near the top of those coping mechanisms. Like it just became an escape where I mean you talk about these people controlling your mind like in mm-hmm. this movie The Village or like within the church. And it's the same thing that, you know, I, I view social media kind of the same thing. Is It's just like, who, who's really in control if it's just a nervous habit that, like, whenever you're stressed, which I noticed that's what was happening to me, yeah. right? I'd be stressed. I wanted a relief. So what did I want to do? I wanted to have, like, a quick, instant, you know, so you smile, did. laugh, joke. Whether well, that's, you, So you did have, like, so you had them all, though. Like, you oh, had yeah. Instagram and Facebook and everything. I had Instagram, Facebook, um and those were the main two. Even so I mean, even like even, and I can't even say I've been like fully off because even like up to like a month ago, I was even like went through like two months where like my my nervous tick was TikTok. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like I'm able to justify, and even now I say I'm off social media, but I catch myself like looking for the next best podcast on YouTube or the next Snapchat best Snapchat or, or the be- next best you know audio book on audible yeah you know what i mean it's just like so you're not we, like so you don't feel totally disconnected i feel yeah i mean i feel so yeah i would say i would feel i've at first i felt totally disconnected right and so i guess my my i guess journey with social media was grew up in a household super sheltered came home from my mission so when i went on my church mission is like 2011 yeah right i think the iphone came out like 2011 2012 right yeah so over the two years at least like in my life that's when i felt like that like those two years i paused and everyone went to social media right so i came back and I feel like it's just something I got caught up with, like, instantly. Mm-hmm. I instantly just, like, care. I cared way too much about, like, followers, like, you know Facebook weird? friends. Yeah. So the, what happened, because the same thing happened to me with texting. 
So I left because you said this happened when you came back from yeah. the mission. Yeah. So because I left and nobody really had cell phones. So I came back and everybody was texting and like I got like a flip phone. So this was my first cell phone. And so everybody's doing T9 texting. And it was like, I could tell right from the get go that it was going to be like a problem, a, a horrible thing because you couldn't hear people's tone anymore. So I was trying to text, but like, I kept getting in arguments and stuff with people, and I was like, what the fuck? Like, you know I'm sarcastic. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And so it's like my personality was getting lost, and so it's probably like similar to what you went through, because the social yeah, media so, stuff yeah, is similar, crazy. Similar to what I went through, and I mean, like I, I left the church probably like three years ago, and so social media even makes it harder to like truly find yourself and so I think like subconsciously I didn't know that I was lost yeah like and I didn't really know myself and then I got kind of like a relationship with social media where like I was trying to become this this different version of myself (laughs) you know what I mean and it was like this version that I thought like everyone else wanted to see because (laughs) that's what I was constantly feeding my own brain with Mm mm-hmm when in reality, it's like funny because, like, I almost like. Okay, this is just going to be all over the place. And this may, is, per- and, this and, is and maybe this is supposed is, to be, and maybe, yeah, I don't know. But what was I going to say? Oh, shoot, bro. So now that's where the the cannabis comes in now I know what you're talking about <laughs> I know um, that's why I've not been doing it when I do these podcasts because <laughs> I lose my train of thought too fast so, oh no yeah so I get home I'm I'm like in this relationship with social media trying to be like who I think other people are wanting me to be who yeah. I think would be cool and it's funny because like I left the church about three years ago and you get better right you get hurt and you go through like these feelings of like this is you know I'm so gypped I've been robbed of XYZ right and it wasn't until like a month ago I went back through my mission pictures right I found yeah. an old camera I got like a the like the microchip plug, like was looking through old photos and I read through like this other journal and I was like no I've been like I have been the same me yep. right this whole time right within this Mormon container um, and I would honestly attribute social media more to a loss of my identity than even the church. Really? Right. So like the church, like I still, you're... still like had my personality, still had whatever, but I wasn't constant. Like I was still more sure. And I think you've even told me yourself, like, even though you're a Mormon, you were still really sure of yourself. Yeah. I felt like, cause I had the split though. Like I had the, I lived in Boulder. Yeah. So I was Mormon, but I had like 95% of the people where I lived weren't Mormon. So I was very exposed to like the outside of the church. So for me, it wasn't like uh, it wasn't like I was really stuck in this like very strict. Like most of the people around me weren't participating in it. Yeah. But I see what you're saying about social media, though, for sure. Yeah, like I can't. Like I would say. At least for me, right? And and that could be subconsciously because I never knew exactly who I w- was or what path I was wanting to do yeah. because of the church, right? I was just doing that for everyone else. 
and then social media was just pouring gasoline on that fire of where I'm going to continuously do stuff for other people. Yep. And so then, like, I would go, like, a month and, like, delete the app, right? And I wouldn't look at it. And then I'd get back on, and I'd get back hooked into the cycle, and then I'd get off. And then, it, and then like, you know, I just got off for personal reasons. Yeah. And, like, I thought everything, like, was moving without me, right? And then I got back on, and it was, like, the biggest break I'd been on in a while. I got back on and I realized everything was the same on there. That's Pe- weird, huh? People were posting the same selfies, getting caught up over the same bullshit. And that's when I was like, you know what? You like, can this do is just a waste of my time. You know? And I was like, and? And that's when I made, like, the conscious de- decision, right? Because part of my reason with leaving the church was because of all the hurt and the pain I was feeling. Yeah. And you see it all over. There's news every day more and more about how it's an epidemic of us being more connected, but more disconnected than Mm -hmm. ever. And so like I made the conscious decision of like, Hey, I'm going to get off of this and you have your screen time. So every one of us can go and fucking check that shit. Yeah. And it's all way higher than we want it to be. That's insane. Right. And so I just looked at that, and I was like, I'm spending over two, three hours a day looking at social media category, you know? So I'm like, what if, you know, within my sphere of influence, instead of, you know, sending my appreciation by comments and funny, like, one-liners and likes and reactions, to actually shift that to, like, meaningful conversations? That's why I feel like you and I have a good relationship, though, because... We don't get... It's usually... Like, if we text, it's usually, like, one text, and then we call each other. Right. And then and, we catch and, up. And, yeah, you're a perfect example, right? Like, so what I made the conscious decision of is instead of those, like, nervous ticks of I'm going to open up and I'm going to look at social media, mm-hmm. I'm going to turn it to, like, real-life connections. Yeah. Right? So, like, if I have that nervous tick or I feel like I need a break from work or whatever, then I just turn on music turn on a book that I've been listening to and then if somebody comes to mind I pick up the phone and we have those conversations I do the same thing I call like because I have and the hard part is you're kind of like me where you make because you travel you make a lot of relationships and so keeping in touch with like that many people that I feel like is the that's kind of the benefit of social media if you use social media correctly because you can put like here I am who, this is who I am like Because it's really hard to have, like, all those conversations with people, like, all the time. But then if you have the people that are, like, actually really important and really influential in a good way in your life, it's so much better. Because I jump on social media and I'm like, what? Like, it's honestly, like, you jump on here and you scroll and I usually see, like, one thing where I'm like, okay, that was cool. (laughs) And most of it, I'm just like, why am I on here? You know, like, what am I doing and what are we all doing with our lives? And then I do feel like it's the same thing with like uh, texting because texting, like think about if you text somebody, even if you text them all day, like how much do you really get through a conversation? None. (laughs) If you picked up the phone and called somebody for five minutes, that would be like an all day text session. You're right. So when you're texting like a girl and you're like, hey, what are you doing today? And then like eight hours later, they're like, nothing. What are you up to tonight? And then you're like, I'm going to bed. 
<laughs> like that's it. That's your whole day. The best it's thing about so te- the best thing about texting is group chats. Group chats are cool. <laughs> the Marco Polo is the best thing. Marco Polo is the best thing. That's that's like the, I need to re re get Marco Polo. It's like a talk text, but it's just you. It's a video. Yeah. So I, I will say this: like I am, like I'm more bitter towards social media than I probably should be. Yeah. Like there's a lot of there's a lot of benefits that it's giving. I haven't found that healthy balance because I'm an addict and I probably like <laughs> I need to learn how to set healthy boundaries before I ever trust myself with something like that so for me personally I'm way more effective without social media yeah um but I don't know just like anything it probably has its place I mean, I've, missed, I think... I've missed a lot of birthdays I'm sure some happy birthdays yeah but like what's is that really like that cool like I remember my grandma she used to have like, she had a thing on her wall, like, knitted, where she tied the birthdays in, and it was, like, very special, because she reminded herself, and she did it with, like, the correct intentions, and she was, like, doing it out of love. If you mm-hmm. go on Facebook, and Facebook's like, it's your dad's birthday, and you tell them because your Facebook reminded you, you're kind of an asshole. <laughs> you should have it in your own calendar. No, but here's the, here's you should the, have it in your own memory. Here's the real question. <laughs> here's the real question. <laughs> yeah. Your birthday next year, how old will you will you be turning? Thirty nine. Thirty nine. Uh-huh. So for your thirty ninth birthday, which nonprofit are you gonna ask people to donate <laughs> to? <laughs> I know, right? What is that? So funny. But now you gotta choose one. I'm no, this is this is for your viewers. And then you feel like if you don't, you're a dick. Yeah, so no, yeah. So I guess I'll do for leukemia your... fund. There you go. Okay. We'll raise some funds. I think I am gonna do something for that. Cause I just signed up today for my hundred mile race. You're doing one. Yeah, Miami, dude. <laughs> so you know where I just came from? So I came from Villa and I did the weights and then I went and sat in the sauna two different times for 30 minutes each. Cause I got to get used to this, like the heat over there. Have you listened to the book Born to Run? Yeah. I just finished that. So it's good. When's huh? your hundred mile race? September. No way I could be ready. You won't do it? Do you think I could run 100 miles in September? Dude, David Goggins did it right without even thinking about it. Just signed up. Did it in three days. Three days later. He was 225 pounds. I know, but he was like he was like obsessed with working out. He was like a out. Navy SEAL and stuff. Yeah. He was like a lifter, though. Yeah. The most cardio the dude had done before his 100 mile was 20 minutes on the elliptical. Like once a week. So that was his cardio. And then he did a 100 mile race. And he almost died, though. He was peeing blood. <laughs> <laughs> and didn't he do it with like a box of crackers and like a he Gatorade? Bought, yeah, he bought Myoplex, which is like a thick protein shake, and Ritz crackers. So not like, not very good options, but he did it. He finished. So I think he could do anything he want. It's just like, see, that's the benefits of social media, right? We yeah. get to hear stories like that. And so, yeah, I think what you're doing, I think. And I think that that would be like the healthy use of it, right? Yeah. We highlight, we highlight the how-tos of like overcoming our personal challenges, right? Mm-hmm. And everyone's just, and I'm going to get churchy on these cool. on everyone, but lift where you stand. Yeah. Everyone's heard that. It's just like, I was talking to my, my other ex-Mormon friend and he's like, it's, it's, it's just kind of like the job, right? Whether you're Mormon, Catholic, whatever religion it is, everyone has faced their own unique trials 
and overcome those and the only way other people are going to be able to do it any faster or avoid those is if you do you know have some form of being able to share that and get it out it's cool too like you say like lift where you stand because like i did this podcast with Joni a while back and like she said meet people where they're at and like lift where you stand and like all these sayings are like it's basically like people are in different places like i just went to water did you ever go to water world when you lived there Mm-mm. it's like it's like six flags with just water slides Okay. So they have these tubes, so you get them at the bottom, and you have to hike up to the top of the ride. So they have this one called, like, the journey to the center of the earth. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> bless you. Hi-yi-yi. <laughs> you go up to the top, and it's, like, almost like Disneyland. Like, you ride through, and there's dinosaurs that come out and stuff. But my daughter, so it's just me and my three kids. And so I had to carry this four-man tube. And my daughter, she just balanced it on her head in front of me. And just like that little bit of effort made a huge difference for me because it was the balance. So it's like when you lift where you stand, even if you feel like you're insignificant, it makes a difference. Mm -hmm. So like how sometimes I feel like this podcast, I'm like, who am I reaching? (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, is this really doing any good? But if it like positively affects like two people and then those people are inspired and do something and then it snowballs, Mm then like you were part of something good. Even if you don't even know you get the credit, like doing good is gonna like produce good. Doing good is gonna produce good. I think. 100%. So that's, if you use social media with that mindset, it is really easy though to get sucked down like the posting for what people like. Because for me, I was doing this experiment because I like, I work out and stuff. So sometimes I'll take my shirt off and flex and shit and be like, yeah. And I'll get all the views and I'll get lots of likes. It's because you got a like, tight body. You jack, bro. And I'm like, Thank you, you, you do have it. Those, those were me, bro. That's when I had social media. <laughs> I know, but like. That's, that's why I had to get off. Stuff like that's a distraction to me. Is dude. it? Is that it, it takes my mind to carnal places. I know. So, like, that's what sucks is to <laughs> see that's what people like. So, I was almost using it as like, a, let's get viewers, let's get people to my podcast through things that I don't even want to be marketing because that's what people want. So that was really discouraging to me because I could talk all day and put positive messages, but it's like, what do you, like, do you have to become what people want to grow? That's the hard part about it. Like if you're just putting out like positivity. No, I think that's where you run into the issues, right? I think that's where like, you run into depression that's where you run into the issues that you ran into before right we mm-hmm. tried to be people that we truly internally were not mm-hmm. right and that's the that's the yeah I don't know that, and that's why I like the lift where you stand right because some people that may be like you have like a Dan Reynolds of Imagine Dragons he has a faith crisis and when he lifts you know he's reaching out to 10 million people yeah. you know what I mean and when it's you or me, you know, your circle may be the couple thousand followers you have on social media. And it could be as simple as, you know, you have one close friend. Yep. You know what I mean? And, but it's just like if everybody did that, it could be just like Sophie balancing that tube. and Yeah. Like, and I would think, too, like more people, it just seems like you need more people that could look at social media for what it actually is. Like... Because I was talking to you about Ready Player One. Did you see that one? Yeah. So 
the whole concept behind that movie, if you guys haven't seen it, is just basically like people are living in this virtual reality. It's almost like the Matrix. And so people, it's almost more enjoyable to live inside of this game. So the creator of the game, he builds this world and then you can get these keys to basically solve the, the puzzle to the, the whole thing and then you become the master of the game and you become like the richest person ever. So if the wrong person took over power, like let's say like Hitler was the one that won that game, he would use it to do horrible, horrible things. Or if you got like Kim Jong-un or whoever, like just a horrible person, if you get the right person, enough good people, like to expose social media is like, you don't want to like have people control it because you don't want to be like a dictator and be like, social media is closed down, blah, blah, blah. But remember at the end of the movie, they basically shut down the virtual for two days. Two days a week, you can't get on it. And so you have to live in the real world. So like idealistically, if you could just shut down Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram, like two days a week, it would be, so like you can't do that because you don't want to like take people's like choices away. But if you could get enough people to see the benefit of doing it and you all did it for the right reason, it'd be pretty cool. And you'd get to take a step back and like get a break from it. I think we're headed there, bro. I think, yeah, I think the younger people are kind of getting over it. I think so. I think like, I think we're going to get to a healthy balance here. I think, the break and people realizing that balance is more important like the coronavirus break the pandemic break like i think really showed people how stressed we are and how we constantly have to have noise and like i think there's some people that will take it to heart and will start to put in like healthy balances right yeah and be able to teach our kids like this is like this is what it did to me when i was looking at this stuff non-stop I know. you know what I mean and then they're gonna laugh they're gonna have their little gab phone that doesn't even have social media and maybe that stuff's gonna go extinct that'd be so cool you know what I mean like they're just that? yeah I think I think all the kids like all the one thing I'll say about religion is like the most most of religions are, are based on a patriarchal like patriarchal setup right where yeah. there's a leader that everyone looks to and a lot of those are just ruled by like fear yeah. and shame and I think our generation has been like ruled by fear and shame and I think our kids are going to be like that golden generation that they're just special dude like our parents would like to say that our, our kids are going to grow up in this like evil world Where and it's going to be gonna so end. hard and it's like I think they are going to see like some shit but I think they're little rays of light dude and I think they're going to be like the chosen generation that finally helps us see past our bullshit and yep. helps us just see each other for who we are yeah I was talking to that this guy I go on these like hikes with and I was saying like if you were a kid and you saw like social media for what it really is like your parents what is it to them it's a distraction from like quality time spent with them so to them they're like this is the worst most garbagey thing in the whole world like uh, what's their favorite things to do like if you take them camping you go play with them outside you play sports and then like how many parents are out there just like posting posting like just posting all day every day and these kids are like this sucks 
I think they see it and they're not going to want that like when they're parents. They're going to want the quality time with their kids. Don't you think? Because kids yeah. like kids well, are like bullshit meter. They just like oh yeah, and think think of it just like a kid who has like an alcoholic parent, right? Who they're always seeing their parent with a bottle. And mm-hmm. you you've met adults like this, right? And they're like 30, 40 years old. They're at the bar. Like, hey, will you drink? They're like, no, I've never touched a drink. Well, why don't you drink? Because I saw my parents drinking yeah. nonstop, and it fucked up my life. Yep. You're gonna see kids probably of the same way. Yo, why don't you have a phone with internet? Like I saw that that like literally consumed my parents and drove them apart and like like I just want to live a present life. Yeah. Do you think that's going to become like such a big thing with uh, how you market your work and um, how you make your money though that it could go away or is it going to be too big to like take it away? I think uh, you almost have to play. I think social media is going to evolve into basically strictly business, strictly marketing, which it basically is. Like Instagram and Facebook are basically giant commercials, and yeah, who can be who can be the biggest commercial, who can get the biggest following, and who can get people to like the most stuff. And I think people are going to be starving for authentic connection and relationships. And I actually think you're going to see like a recoil. Yeah, but I could be wrong. I think I mean I don't know. I think we're headed to a point where business is mainly going to be done through tech, and we're going to have a lot more time to actually have those genuine connections. It's kind of sad though for like the, I feel like there's this one little like generation that's just like getting totally fucked by social media. Like the generation that feels like they're going to be like social media famous. And that's, they're like, that's probably us. It's probably us. (laughs) But like, I feel like I'm at the Where we're too old, we missed the boat. Yeah, to like be a, <laughs> so we're not we missed relevant. The, yeah, we not, we missed the boat. So like, and then like it's we've spent our, we've we've, st- we've spent hours on end studying scriptures. We haven't really de- developed any degrees. like hardcore talent. So we don't. So there's no reason for us to be famous. <laughs> so us. it's totally us. <laughs> it's us. We're so just yeah. thinking, dude. We've smoked weed a few times. We drank alcohol. And now we think we should be famous on social media. And since we're not, then let's fucking get off this shit. And this shit is bullshit. Fuck social media. <laughs> and the truth. And the, and the truth, truth comes the out. The truth comes out at the end of the podcast. <laughs> oh, I'm just a bitter bitch. I just want thousands of millions of followers and I don't have to work. And I can just post pictures of my twat and just freaking make millions. <laughs> God damn it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> dude so, but imagine though, if you could get like a following and then you could just like talk like normal. Bro, I'm telling you. It would be so fun. Here, here's, It okay. would be kind of fun. The only social media that we could gain any kind of following right now on is OnlyFans. <laughs> We've talked about I, it. I the only attention we're getting right now is from <laughs> the same sex that we are currently. We can't deny it. We could have hundreds of thousands of followers just seeing which objects could fit where, and people would pay for that OnlyFans. <laughs> and then, yeah, we can blast it all over King of Corona and, and have like a little link tree. Come, come, come see what I can do. <laughs> on we'll my get, we'll give a promo. Your first month is 99 cents. <laughs> We will give A1 content. You will not be able to look away. 
serious. But yeah, bro. I his think only, there is. His OnlyFans, like, blowing up. Is it huge? Or is that already phasing out? Because what is that? Like, people just, like, doing shit, like, pornography? People yeah, I know. It's elevated porn. And this this even goes because, um, like, I asked a kid, right? I yeah. asked one of my friends, like, about that, like, kind of the same question. Like, what's up with it? Yeah. And he, he said, saying? and this is what makes me realize, like, people are starving for authentic relationships. Uh-huh. Is he said the reason that he prefers OnlyFans to just free porn because that's what it said I was like dude you can see naked chicks for f- I was like dude you <laughs> can see authentic. naked chicks for free it's like people and he's like but the difference is you know them not it's not because I said that I was like you know he's like no I don't even know them but he's like the difference is it's like more interactive right where it's like I guess they're like chatting back and forth or you can chat it back and forth with whoever you follow so it's not like it's not like a stage like hey I'm the maid it's like, oh I have no idea so what do you mean how does it seem more real? No, he's saying, like, he's saying you don't get on Pornhub and, like, the the actual girls in the videos are sending you messages back. Or you don't get, like, a message just randomly through your day oh. of, like, hey, here's a new private picture I sent. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's so weird, though. But, it, but like... that just shows me that people are starving for more authentic connection. They want to have an interaction. They want to have a back and forth. And that's where it's, like... Yeah, yeah I know. But I, then they're not, like, nobody's making the effort to actually have, like, true authentic connection, and everybody's becoming desensitized to how sex should really be. Yeah, like 100%. Every, so, like, that. So, everything's getting twisted, and that's, like, where the issue is with porn, social media, everything is it's just, like, like, everything, like, has its place, and, and, like, there's equal evil to equal good, right? Yeah. So, like, there's like this twisted form like right now we're seeing the highest depression and anxiety levels because of social media and now we're seeing that even bleed over into like people had porn habits and now they're gonna think that their like even relationship needs are probably being met that's another like huge problem with social media though like how you said depression and anxiety is because social media censored like they will censor it to make it what they want it to be like this whole coronavirus thing I was telling you earlier, like that my ex sent me a picture of an arm that was like needing to get like amputated because of that vaccine. And they were trying to tell people and they kept getting taken down. And so it's like, so we can hear all about the benefits, but we can't hear about like any of the negative side effects about this. Like who's in control of this stuff? And like, are you trying to get people depressed? Do you want people to be anxious? Like, do you like, what, like, why can't we just hear the truth? And then, like, who is out there actually trying to tell the truth besides the king of Corona? Is he the only one? <laughs> I think there's multiple people. <laughs> I think there's multiple people, dude. There's and a I, lot of good people. I, yeah, there's are. a lot of people that are trying to, to... And the thing is... But it's hard when they're on platforms that are censored, though. That's why e- podcasts it's not are even, cool. It's not even that. It's just like... anymore like what's truth and who's defining it right so it's like yeah. your truth and what you believe to be right joseph smith taught me everything I need to know. <laughs> yeah that's what i'm saying is like we have these subconscious thoughts that like even we're not even aware of a lot of the truths that we hold next to us aren't even right i know you know what i mean so it's like yeah we may be being censored in some aspects but there's probably a lot of truths that we hold that are totally false mm-hmm. right so it's just like yep so that's, I think that that's where it's just 
all comes back to ever and and the more stuff you read and the more self-development stuff is it's just like all we can do is fix ourselves right and so i think the only truth we can say is just be kind love and literally turn internal yeah because fixing yourself fixes other people fix yourself and fix you, the planet you are me i am you i fix me then you fix you and then we fix the world Heal the world, make it a better place. All right. Anything else you want to say? In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. <laughs> amen.